What is going on, everyone? The wait is finally over. Welcome to the season premiere of Our Smooth Club, the show where everyday men discuss everyday topics. I'm Aaron Kingavin, and I am the CEO of Rugged Evolution Beer Care. And alongside with me are some of my good friends, great business owners, and just all around, just great guys. I have Mr. Andre Marable, uh, founder and CEO of the Travel Pack Club. I have Mr. <clears throat> Sorry, I have to I have to work on this one. Uh, model, host, fashion designer. Am I am I forgetting anything else? No, no, okay, I'm not. Yeah, no, okay, no, no. creator of the Dapper Luke Collection, Mr. Dapper Luke. Sure. And then this guy, man, I've known this guy since I was third grade. He's been my bro. He's always been there for me, man. Business owner, co-host of Rugged Evil TV's What's Going On Wednesday, Mr. Jonathan Jones. Fellas, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good, good man. man. Good, good. Are All you guys around. as excited just as I am? Oh, yes. Yes, 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 been, yes. You know, We back. We ready to get on. <laughs> no, right. The world's been waiting. The world's been waiting. So, guys, I want to, you know, start this off by uh, talking about the year... 2020. I'm gonna work on my body. <laughs> 2020. The year 2020. <laughs> I need to take a drink. Yeah, I need to take a sip today. It's, it's yes. probably one of those years that we all want to forget, but it's gonna be a historic and memorable year for everyone. Impacted the world, not just the U.S. but the world. I'm talking like, okay, let me, well, let me backtrack it. January started. Everybody has their New Year's resolutions going. Right? <laughs> new Year, we, new me. We excited. New uh, decade. 2020. You know, 2020. 2020. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That, that, that was a big one. That was a big one. 2020. Uh, man, yeah, let me yeah. tell you this. We got hit with some of the, probably the saddest news. Like, in at the end of January, one of the greatest athletes of all time, the greatest athlete of all time, Kobe Bryant. We heard about the sad, tragic death of him in a helicopter crash alongside with his uh, daughter and several others. And it was it was a crash, but it's like that was his everyday thing. He always did, mm. you know. It was just he it was, was a player. Yes. It was a player. It was, a, it was so yeah. sudden and shocking. And I honestly, I don't know about you guys, but I had the same reaction like when when MJ when Michael Jackson died. I just you know when you're like, what? I just how? That's that's unreal. Oh, and you could see Kobe just enjoying his retirement, man. You can mm. see him. The man won an Oscar. The man was coaching his daughter, who was in the you know upcoming to be the the next the female black mamba. Like he he really was just enjoying his family, enjoying retirement. Brought so much sadness to you know the world, right? Yeah. Uh, then here comes March. We we were warned about you know maybe a potential like flu like sickness in coronavirus. I'm not gonna lie, I did not take it serious because I'm like we've had Ebola, we've had a uh, uh, swine flu. I just figured it's gonna come and go. Maybe last you know a couple months it's come and go. Boy, was I wrong. Boy, was I wrong. Matter of fact, I was wrong because we had, I remember what it was the Utah Utah Jazz game. I think they were playing OKC. And Rudy Gobert, who we didn't see playing, they, they put everything on hold. We're like, what's going on? They said Rudy Gobert was sick. So I'm like, okay, well, why is, is it, what, what's going on exactly? They said he got it. So what they did, they canceled that game. But they end up, it was another game, I think, going on that same night. Another player tested positive. You know, uh, uh, Adam Silver said, he said mm, no, you know what? We're going to cancel the rest of the season. So we're like, what? Like, mm-hmm. it was already like, wow, this is really serious. So NBA season closed. March Madness closed, which really yeah. broke my heart. I mean, you're talking about the money NCAA lost. They closed. Uh, then they started going to uh, schools. People couldn't graduate. Uh, they, well, they canceled graduations. They canceled uh, uh what else? The Olympics got canceled. I mean, mm. everything was on lockdown, right? We all were permitted to really go outside. Everything was closed. Businesses got hurt the most. Major corporations. Unemployment rate on an all-time high. Uh, to make matters even sadder, 
we had another story to add to the collection of an unarmed African-American being killed by law enforcement, right? And I'm talking about uh, Breonna Taylor and George Floyd. And it really, it hit deep for me because, you know, the world was pissed. The world was like, man, I'm, I'm frustrated about this. They had the protests. So in my in my lifetime, I never thought I was ever going to see or even witness a protest going on. Like, it just, it blew to my mind. Level. To yeah. that level. Yeah, because, I mean, you had the protests going on, not just, you know, in the United States, but around the world. I mean, in, in Europe, everywhere. And they knew it was not right. Now, I'm not speaking on the, the, the people that were vandalizing, but it was just to that level where it's just like, you know, this is all just going crazy right now. And it, it and I guess it, it hit me deep even more because in that same year, we lost... John Lewis, who was a civil rights activist who fought for civil rights. So this would really never happen. This man did that when he was in his teens. This man mm-hmm. passed uh, at the age of like 80 or 81. So his last few months, he had to witness all that going on. So it's like, man, I I, I wish, but I would say it was a memorable picture seeing him standing on Black Lives Matter Plaza. That was really something was. really special. But um, it was just, it, it was a lot, guys. It was a lot. Then you had um, you know, the election, one of the strongest election, record numbers, early voting and <laughs> record numbers, early voting. And um, it was a lot going on. And uh, what am I? Forgetting? Oh, yeah. And Kanye West wants to run for president. But I want to spend time. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever. He wants to run for president. I mean, so like, I guess we each kind of have an individual 2020 story. And like, for me, I retired from the Navy after 22 years of service, mm-hmm. January of 2020. And my goal was to move from the military to, you know, the Dapper Loot collection, the brand designer, things of that nature. So when the Kobe incident happened, I was actually in Bangladesh. Mm. I was out of the country. And so for me, I found out on social media and through my children, they were like, dad, Kobe just died. And I was like, hold up, Kobe just died? Are y'all sure? And that unfortunately was one of the times where social media took over. Right. His wife found out through social, social media, media that her husband and her daughter died. And that's not the way you want to find out that your husband and your daughter died, you know, but that just kind of shows the effect of social media at the time. And then, you know, the next thing you said was the coronavirus. So I was in Algeria. Right. And I was launching my collection. I was like, OK, this is my international debut and I'm going to go do five countries and showcase my collection. I launched in Algeria, and that's when Corona really hit, which was in the beginning of March. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay, you're either going to come home right now, or we don't know when you're going to come home. So I literally got one country knocked out, had to cancel my entire itinerary, and I had to do the entire thing, you know, pretty much from my office. Like everyone, if anything, 2020 has pretty much showed us and taught us, like, if you don't truly love what you're doing, if it's not a passion, mm-hmm. then why are you doing it? You know what I'm saying? So... You had to learn new ways to get yourself out there doing virtual meetings, mm-hmm. or virtual consultations. And, you know, towards the end of 2020, you know, I did a virtual fashion show and it just kind of A very shows. successful virtual fashion show. I, I'm, I appreciate I'm, that. You know, I'm just not going to lie. That was the best thing I saw tough, too. But, it was awesome. but I mean, at the end of the day, it really kind of brought the hustler out of each one of us. It's like, OK, it am I doing this because I like it? Am I doing it for the money or am I doing it because it's a passion? Because if it wasn't a passion... You found all the reasons to go ahead and stop, quit. I'm not, you know, this ain't for me. I'm, in 2020, everybody was like, you know what? You're right. Let's not leave that alone, you know? So, well, I'm, I'm glad you started that off, Dad, because I was going to ask you guys, you know, how has 2020 impacted your life? How does it change the narrative on things? Because I was, I would say, I was I was one of the fortunate ones, too, because I was actually in California in February, like towards the end of February, and 
at the time through the whole COVID process, California, that was one of the hot spots. You that was one, one of the first ones to get hit. Yeah, them, New York, uh, Florida. And I mean, I have a lot of family in New York. And I was always keeping in contact because what we do, my family now, we go to New York like a trillion times a month. I'm a mm-hmm. Dow Hart Knicks fan. Y'all keep y'all comments to yourself. <laughs> um, I'm a Dow Hart Knicks fan. I love, you know, I just love always visiting the city. <clears throat> couldn't do that. I thought about maybe doing a cruise ship during the summer. I couldn't do that either. So it really just blew my mind. And on top of that, on a business standpoint, a lot of I attend, you know, a few like uh, in-person events here and there. Like, you know, once I go to Atlanta for a vendor show and all this stuff had to be put on hold. So like Deb said, learning more virtually and getting, you know, kind of changing the whole narrative on things. I had to get creative, man. I had to. And, and I really I was not worried at all. I just said, you know what? Because fortunately for me, I'm, I have an e-commerce site. So Rugged Evolution's online. Yeah, we are sold in um, store uh, storefront brick and mortar stores as well. But uh, which that had got hit, you know, mostly because, again, nobody wanted to have the crowd sizes and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was a huge adjustment to kind of get used to the new norm. It really did. And it hit a lot of, uh, like I said, you think movie theaters got hit the worst. Malls got hit the worst. A lot of brick and mortar stores that got hit the worst. Unemployment rate on an all time high. So uh, that being said, fellas, how has it impact? You know, how is it definitely me? Because I have a travel business. So travel is pretty much stopped. Mm -hmm. But the positive thing about coronavirus is I have made so many connections virtually mm-hmm. online through avenues I would never had those doors open for in the, in the past. So, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a big help. And then the other thing, too, I spend more time with family now. So that's because I'm always <laughs> ripping and running. But that time gave me time to spend time with my family and just enjoy life, you know. So to, so to a point, it kind of had a, you know, and not saying COVID had perks, but it kind of, you know, it helped you to stay in, you know, kind of let you, you know, chillax. With yeah. Life. Just calm down. Let me kind of revamp everything. Let me just breathe. Because, you know, before then you were ripping and running. Right. Yeah. So, JJ, how about you? How about I mean, yourself? 2020 is definitely the biggest, like, eye-opening, I think, year that anybody can say that they had in a while. <laughs> just based on, like, like you said, like, Kobe dying, like. Something tragic like that. Like, we never thought Kobe's going to die. No, never. We never no, thought Kobe was going to die. One of the most healthiest guys Because, I mean, there. just the, you know, like Bill Russell, like one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Like, you can go up and you can still talk to and see Bill Russell. Like, mm-hmm. to me, I saw Kobe as like a Bill Russell. Like, he's going to be like 80, yeah. 90 years old, still in the stands. Yeah. Like, still talking to other up-and-coming players. They're going to be just talking about, yo, I remember when Kobe did this. 30 years ago, like... And the league was so hurt, man. I mean, you saw yeah. when they get, when the guys hurt out, everybody was crying. I mean, really, it's, it's still to this day. I can't believe it. Because it's yeah. like, man, it's it's just Kobe. You just, you don't, you see Shaq all the time. You see all these guys speak. I'm like, That's what I'm saying. I feel like... Charles Barkley. Charles yeah. Barkley. <laughs> Barkley, Yeah, so uh, like that and just like how we all had to slow down. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going through the motions and stuff like that of your daily activities. So, like, slowing down and, like, looking... To me, like, it made me look to the future more. Yeah. Is the way you have that slow period where you, like, you actually can sit there and plan stuff out. And I think it just, like, maybe opened up my future more, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, and real quick, guys, I didn't want to really... Uh, I didn't want to really uh, talk too much on it. But, you know, we did have one of the most important elections, you know, really that's still going on, but one of the most important elections and a lot of newcomers, it was their first time voting. You had, you know, Snoop said, hey, look, it's my first time voting. Shaq was first time voting. Um, Early voters had went up in the millions. I mean, as far as record numbers, when you've heard before that, when you heard that Kanye was running for president. What was your first thoughts? I'm just curious. No way. Uh, uh, he ain't going to make it. <laughs> that was real quick. That was quick. <laughs> yeah. If anything, that was a very big distraction. You know, At the end of the day, yes, anybody can run for president. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's a big thing to run for president. But 
during the 2020 election, I don't think we needed that level of distraction. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, lay out a full-fetched plan. Don't be a re- essentially another person that was already in office. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Somebody that felt was not qualified and was just in the office for, you know, I guess because you said he couldn't, you know, which at the end of the day, the president is the president of the United States. We all are all members of the president, members of the United States. We want to make sure that we are properly represented and taken care of. And so I just felt like that individual, Kanye, was not about that. It was more of a personal gain than actual helping anything countrywide happen. You know, I'm not trying to sound like the the biggest hater of Kanye, which I'm I'm not. He he has a uh, you know amazing musician, right? Amazing artist. Did not that. But Kanye has too many moments for me. Um, This is a guy that went up on stage with a a bottle of I don't know what he was drinking and slapped a award a bottle of Henny. I slapped a bottle. I slapped an award out of a country star's hand. Say look. (laughs) Look, you did all right, but B, that was your award. I'm telling you that right now. Get this man. But he wanted to run for president. Give me a break, man. Give me a break. But and then on top of that too, you saw his uh, rally. He was like in the underground, like yeah. telling with a bulletproof vest. I'm like, and he started no going off and getting emotional. I was like, oh, so, geez, you're yeah. killing me. You're killing me. But uh, one thing I can say, people are definitely looking forward to next year, 2021. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's all yes. we got. Yeah, exactly. We just. To the new year, man. Uh, all right, guys. Well, look, we got some more topics going on for you on this show. Uh, again, this is the season premiere of Our Smooth Club, the show where everyday men discuss everyday topics. Welcome back to our smooth club. Uh, next topic is I'm like a big movie guy. Okay. And so, you know, they have the the uh, discount Tuesdays or it's like what six, seven dollars for a movie ticket. I would yeah, always sure. I'm always going <laughs> to that. And like now you can't can't go to movie theater, man. Like Netflix it is. Yeah, Netflix, <laughs> Amazon, Hulu, Amazon. And I'm 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 a big movie guy. So what is the one movie that you can watch over and over again and not get tired of and why? For me, uh, coming to America, like I've classic, always classic. been an Eddie Murphy fan, right? And so, for me, you know, I'm going to age myself really quickly. But like, <laughs> I grew up in the VHS era, all right. Mm-hmm. Before DVDs, you had the VHS tapes, and I remember my uncle, my mother's oldest brother, dropping off the Coming to America VHS tape to my house, right? And we just watched that thing over and over. And even to this day, you know, they have it on BET. They have the reruns, but like. To me, that was just like very just Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy back in the day was like one of my you know favorite comedians, and he just went all out like with the different characters. Like you know he has, you know Eddie Murphy has a very he's a legend. He's a legend. He really does. He's a you know like he 
People don't know he was a he wanted to be an R and B singer at one point in time, so he did the, you know party all the time. Yeah, party all the time. You know, um, but I mean, for me, like that is my movie. Like to this day, you turn it on, I will watch all the way through. And I'm probably gonna sit there and I'm gonna say word for word what he's saying, but like that's my movie. So yeah, definitely coming to America for me. Man, I it's it's, it's I'm at a toss up between Norbit, which is another Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy movie, yeah, yeah, memorable. And Soul Man, it was Bernie Mac's last movie before he passed. Uh, Bernie Mac and uh, Samuel Jackson. First of all, Bernie's like one of my all-time favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. He, I always, I can watch that. Too. I, and again, I can name every word, but I can't with Norbert. So it's really a toss-up between those two. I can't, I can't give you one, but mm-hmm. it's it's between Norbert. But I will, I just, I just say Norbert is so hilarious, and again, it shows his creativity, Eddie Murphy's creativity, because again, this man can play serious roles. Mm-hmm. He can play. Comedy is his first love, but he can play serious roles, comedy, back and forth. Action, and just, you know. Right. I mean, again, Beverly like you Hills said, Cop. Beverly like, Hills, right. oh, man. I mean, come on, all of them. I mean, he is so funny. And I remember when he brought out what came out with Dolomite, I'm like, mm-hmm. the world was ready for that because he took, like, what, 10, 8 years or something after that? So, yeah, I, I, I would say I would say Norbert for that right now. Norbert's yeah. right that one. I can about you, Andre? My movie is Fast and the Furious. I like the whole series. <laughs> like, when April comes around, I'm ready for it. I'm yeah. in here, the first one in there. Yeah. I just can't get enough of it. They got too many of them movies. I love them. About 10,000 now. But the one thing about it, it's like, it's one of those things where each time it comes out, like there's new technology, right? As far as cars and even in movie making. So they always take advantage of the new technology. The 360 cameras and the digital effects and, the, you know, so, and then every little upgrade I feel like they put in there. So I think that, particular franchise can thrive because, because wants to see the of the word. technology. Gotcha, like they gotcha. take advantage. It's not just the storyline and the characters. It's also the newest cars, newest technology, the newest cinematic technology. Mm-hmm. So I think that that particular franchise is going to be around for a while. Even oh, when they lost God. the major, you know, yeah. guy in the franchise, they did a spinoff, you know, with the, so that's the right. Rock and uh, Jason Statham, yeah, Hobbs and Shaw. 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 It was good. I mean, uh, we don't. We don't, <laughs> we don't oh count. We don't. That's not we don't, we don't so count for the die-hard yeah. Fast and Furious, yeah. do we count Hobbs and Shaw? No, 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 no it's yes. not. No, still okay. haven't watched it. Still okay, wrong. right on. I just well, want. Okay, uh, gotcha, gotcha. For me, it's uh, too Fast, Too Furious. Okay, Fast and the Furious started me. My passion for cars. Too Fast, Too Furious. Just the whole Miami vibe. The there's so many lines, Tyrese and Ludacris. That's when they joined in there. It just added the funny aspect, but it's still about cars. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. now, that, like that, the, that's, that's the, the later franchise. ones, the later ones, man, it just doesn't hit the same. Low key, that's the, that's the easy mm-hmm. check for Tyrese, yeah. man. Ever since Tyrese got on that, because yeah. Tyrese he makes some hits. Don't get me wrong, he's a good musician, but you know, it's a good thing. The second one for me, he's being paid good. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He's like, oh, but he's yeah, that's album. that's the one thing I think Hobbs and Shaw it went away from. The Fast and Furious, and it went to like the action hero type mentality. Yeah. We we saved the day. Mm-hmm. Whereas Fast and the Furious was about the racing, the cars. No matter what, they always had a race in there. They mm-hmm. always had, you know, we're gonna turn on the NOS. Like yeah. gonna, it's just like it's about racing. So and do then, you think it was even a good idea to even do a do separate? Spin off? I, yeah, no, I mean, I mean spin-offs Ty- really don't. Speaking work. of Tyrese, Tyrese was adamantly against the spinoff. Spin-off. You yeah. know, he was like, "Why are we doing the spinoff?" Because the like, rock, the rock got into, and the rock, the rock does took over, thing. and he became, he does thing, you know, kind of like he just bought out the dog theater. going Personally, out. Personally, I think XFL. it was XFL. Yeah. <laughs> But the you gotta say too, the rock at at this point, the rock, I think. They had said he. This man has over two hundred million followers. So they always he's an they action want, hero. Yeah, they already wanted yeah. to outline something around him. That's why they brought him on the fan, the franchise in general. I mean, you saw I'm a they fan were, of the Rock, but like even like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, he's one of the main ones, and he's been there the whole time. And like 
he wasn't with it. Oh, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it takes away from like what it was. The and like now, like I get like I'm a, I'm a car guy. Like mm-hmm. people who like those movies, they're not all car guys. So you can't do just racing on every single movie every Correct. single time. But it sounded like they just throw like a, the race in there at the beginning of the movie. Like oh here you go. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, like. Yeah. I mean, I get it has to change, but like but now they're talking about going into space, and it's just like. But that's the thing with oh, Fast and Furious, like making like Transformers. They always outline cars because that made a good point. They right. always each year they always show basically the new the technology, technology new cars. Yeah. Again, it's still always going to be about drifting, something illegal, all that stuff. Yeah. I think after four was good for me. I'm just saying when he gets to nine, like, like, like so God. two things, right? So in my opinion, I think that with that movie, if. Jason Statham and The Rock wanted to do a movie. They should have just did a movie, right? Mm. And then let's not forget about the Tokyo Drift of Fast and the First. You had Bow Wow as lead. We don't count that one. So I'm not saying that. We did a movie. So we got Luda. It's not the Bow Wow spinoff. Romeo. Where does that fit in the Fast and the Furious? You know. Well, that that one was different because it was a different director. Correct. But like they did, they really worked that whole that third movie back in because they got so much negative fan base. People were like, this makes no sense. But they like the story. They switched that story up so much, but it came back. Around which mm-hmm. honestly, that one was one of my. I like that Tokyo, Tokyo, the, the yeah, drifting, drift. the drifting and stuff. Again. Like that part, I, I mean, did like, but I didn't care. For they the tried to hit a story. Yeah, yeah. it was it was different from the first two because Vin Diesel they didn't think he was coming back. Correct, mm-hmm. yeah, and so yeah. like they made that one, and then he ended up coming back at the end. Did he do? Did Vin Diesel do what? what like Triple X after one of the like in the midst of like. Man, that I was so young. So, <laughs> I, was, I was about to say. I was about to say because I mean, if you think of the movies that Vin Diesel's been on, really the only ones I really know him is is Fast and Furious. Yeah, that Triple Pacifier X. That in uh, Pitch Black. Pitch Black was yeah, one of his major ones. How that one? I don't know about Pitch Black. That was the one where he was over in space and he had the eyes. Pitch Black. Oh, he could see in the dark. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 see in the dark. And they yeah. did a spinoff. They did. They didn't. They did a. They did the original Pitch Black, which was actually it wasn't a Vin Diesel movie. It was more about outer space and the monsters. And then from there, they brought in his character. He had a spinoff, mm. you know, from that. But, I mean, overall, I just kind of feel like with these movies, right, you got to really follow the storyline because if you get wrapped up in a character nowadays, that character might be gone. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, but what's your three, you know? What's your, what's your, what's your movie that you can watch over and oh, over Oh, definitely again? Too Fast, Too Furious. Too Fast, Too Fast. Too fast. There's, there's, so so many, there's, there's so many one-liners and stuff in there. Like, one of my favorite, like, the uh, Nissan GTR, the Skyline of Paul Walker, came in at the first race, and he's like, you got five minutes. The ludicrous song we had to get there. Like, and literally, that, when we were kids, and it, say if I'm hitting up JJ at his house and he's watching that movie, he would talk about the cars. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Like, yeah. And <laughs> not even talking awesome. about yeah. the cars and the movie. Started, that like, started yeah. my whole passion for all cars and everything. I mean, it, it is a like you said, it's a franchise. Hey, that will never go to waste. Now, there's so many, there's so many uh, franchises that do continue to still go. You got Transformers, you got Star Wars, you got. But Avengers. even Transformers switched up. You know, you're saying you went from Shia LaBeouf to now and they're Walmart. doing Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, he yeah. is like he's right. doing. He did one. I think he did he's like, like three. Two, he's did like three. two of them. He did at least two of them. I'm telling you, but, y'all need these whole all these extra movies, man. I can't. I'm good after three. I'm really good after three. Once it gets to like eight, nine, but I, I will simply say we were talking about you know Star Wars prior to like to me they had the seasons of not a season but the episodes of four, five, and six. They started it, mm-hmm. then they went to one, two, three, then they did the one that brought it all together, which was the one where they went and blew up the Death Star. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they all to me. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, sounds, sounds but like I like understand the movies. And the movies, to me, they're interesting. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's like that 
in the future what if type thing, you know? So I mean I like it. I mean, I think I think that was a good it makes me miss going to movies more. Yeah, just, it, really like, it really does. The experience really does. of movies, like, yeah, that's something Especially like, when, like, the new horror Or, or the, the build-up, like, like, back Black Panther, when that came out, like, the build-up to that. Oh, my yeah. like, I didn't. That was the first time I ever realized, what? They're sold out? The movie theater can get sold out? Like, yeah. I just, it was my first time, man. Ooh. I had to reserve a ticket for the next movie. Like, <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to be back with you in a second. Smooth Club. So we want to shift gears just a little bit. So I got a question for you guys. So you know, in the past we talked about, all right, if you could talk to the younger you, like what would you have done, right? But let's shift it up a little bit, right? So one of the things that we talk about in 2020 is it has changed your perspective, right? So let's look into the future, right? So five years from now, where do you see yourself and kind of what are you doing now to kind of position yourself to be what you think you're going to be in five years? Well, I mean, I, I try to work hard as much as I can now so I can be, of course, financially stable. Um, uh, I'm engaged now, so I plan to still be married to the same woman I'm engaged to. Children? <laughs> children? Uh, children? Um, uh, no, uh, no. Uh, no. Is, is, does she Ooh. feel that same way? All right. Gosh, the air. She feels the same <laughs> way. Okay. All right. Hey, okay. Hey, I'm speaking. I'm speaking. We'll see how it is in five years. Okay. Uh, you know, again, just, you know, you know, make my parents proud. That's that's always I always say that whichever year I'm like, hey, I want to work hard, make my parents proud. They they put their time, their effort to raise me, all that good stuff. So I definitely want to do that. Um, live a healthy life. That's something I struggle with. I, mean, <laughs> I try to stay active as much as I can, but hey, I want to stay active. My goal is to you know continue to live and live on, live on, get used to the new norm and get used to what you know the world has for me in five years. So you know, in five years, hey, I'm financially stable, married, uh, successful, healthy. That's you know. I want. I want to say rich because you know I, I always that's, say money. That's, not, that's subjective. Yeah, money, rich money is a right. subjective yes. term. Success, what is enough. rich? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so I always say just you know, successful. Successful. And you could be rich and full of devil and debt. You know. I'll what say what? 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 <laughs> yeah. Four like hundred plus. <laughs> yeah. Same. Same goals. One thing I got to start thinking about is retirement. Okay. Mm. So that's the key thing that's coming up right now. Just trying to plan for the future retirement. Hey, how old are you? No, I'm, oh, I'm old. Older. Oh, older. It's a difference. So yeah, that's the biggest thing. Like you, just health. I mean, that's a big thing these days, especially my African American men. It's just mm. keeping our bodies able. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because we have the lowest, you know, as far as life. You know, we we, we die the youngest. So mm-hmm. Definitely got to be thinking of that. Um, definitely keep building, growing, not getting complacent, uh, owning the business, running and being able to run, have something that's mine, my baby, like LU, both you, all you guys, you have your little baby that you just keep growing. And like, I think just getting in, having that tight group of guys you can go into business with, Mm because it's a lot easier to go into business with 
a your group people that by like, yourself, yeah, yeah. your guys that you can trust. Absolutely. That's one big thing is having trust. Absolutely. And going in with that business and just expanding because you're gonna get a lot, be a lot more successful. When there's a little, yeah, I'm like, glad you brought that up, JJ, because that's something we'll talk further through in the season. You know, with business owners and just talking about business when it comes to you know. Yeah, I mean, so. for me, I feel like five years from now, I probably won't be in the Hampton Roads area. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of see myself moving to a larger city. I think to do what I do. You know, I definitely want to do it where I'm, you know, styling and designing, you know, on a national level for celebrities and you know, have my collection in other stores. That's kind of what I want to build towards. So one of the things that I always talk to people about, you know, it's like the light. Right? Like everybody always wants the light. But the thing about the light, the light is fleeting. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to be really aware of when the light is on me, mm. if you don't catch the attention of the light, it's going to move towards somebody else. Preacher, so you have to preacher. always be building so that when the light is on you, it'll want to stay on you for that period of time. So definitely continuing to build my brand. I'm learning every day. You know what I'm saying? I started this position I'm in right now, but at the same time, I understand I'm not too big headed to be like, you know what? I'm 40 years old, so I got it. You I know, like I'm, I'm still learning. And, Five years from now, I still expect to be learning, but like you said, I want to be in a position where I feel like I've made progress over mm-hmm. those five years. And you want to have that circle that is constantly pushing you and challenging you. If the people that you're talking to, when you talk about your goals, if they're not going back and forth with you, if they're like, oh man, you can't do that, then that's the wrong circle. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to have that circle that challenges you and The one thing I'll simply say is that if your five-year plan doesn't scare you, you're not dreaming big enough. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like for me, what I see in my five-year plan, like, I don't even know how to get there yet, but I'm planning it out. And that's where I just see myself. So then within that, it gives me the motivation because the one thing that I found out when I left the military was the military is very structured. Mm -hmm. Do this, 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 this. This, 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 talk to this person, talk to this person. So when I got out, there's no longer any structure. It's now just me as a mm. business owner. When I wake up in the morning, when I go to sleep at night, the only person that drives me is me. Mm. So how do you create your plan? You've got to challenge yourself. The only way you're going to do it is if you dream big. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely, so, absolutely. Would you yeah. say some 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 tools that did you you know gravitate or just take anything from the military oh yes definitely definitely the one thing that i i still do is i'm definitely a routine driven person Mm. and i still very much am attention to detail driven like i look at every little thing now you know i was talking about you know a project that i had the one and i was talking about as a business owner one thing that you have to be able to do is duplicate yourself right because you cannot be everywhere every time but at the same time, yes, I still at least want to understand what's going on, mm-hmm. right? And I use my uncle as an example. My uncle owns All Pro Vending, okay. right, which is a vending business at Ravens, the Orioles, and they also do the Maryland Turpins. Okay. Right? So one of the things that he does, he has been a vendor. You know, guys that run up beer man mm-hmm. for over. I'm 40 years old, so he's been doing that for like. 40 years. Wow. And he wow. still runs up and down the stands and delivers beers because he still wants to know what does the vendor do? You, he wants to have a feel for it. He wants to know it. You know? So he has, so he kind of understands this new guy that's coming in. What's he going to experience when he comes in? What's what's the current atmosphere of the vending business? Okay. And 
I feel like, you know, people always talk about, you know, I don't want somebody to just tell me what to do. I want them to understand what I'm doing because they've done it themselves. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be that style of leader. And that's one of the things that I take into my business. I, I don't necessarily have to be able to do everything, mm-hmm. but I at least understand everything. And I can at least, you know, have a understanding of what you're doing and I can relate to you. You know what I'm saying? Man, well, we definitely got to have your uncle on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's awesome. And awesome just advice as well, because again, you know, everybody dreams big, but they dream big without even thinking about the risk that it will take to go to that level. Again, they think right. too early and say, hey, look, take your time, evaluate your risk and all that good stuff. But again, I don't want to go into more details with the season. You know, we're going to talk about that mm-hmm. further in. But uh, but yeah, that's that's awesome. That's, <laughs> that's all I can say. That's awesome. I mean, overall, I think, you know, the biggest thing is within this group right here, you know, we have a wide range of Mm-hmm. Right, but at the same time, I think it's good that we all have an understanding of business. Right, I think within our community, we have a misunderstanding of wealth. Mm-hmm. Right, to too many people, it's make a little bit of money, go buy something that's expensive, and I made it. Right, and then leave mm-hmm. it right there. And yeah. that's that's not mm-hmm. you are now just a higher consumer. Right, so the one thing that I definitely think in this five-year plan it's like okay how do i get to the next level of wealth mm-hmm. not just you know acquire a bunch of items acquire a bunch of debt and be like i made it a one-hit wonder right. <laughs> exactly you know what i'm saying so basically what you got to do is just understand over the next five years how do you grow and at the same time how are you a better person than you were you know now at this point but i mean really good stuff fellas i really appreciate it you know what i'm saying and for the most part, we'll see who we are in five years. Absolutely, yeah, man. Sure. I feel like I was just in a master class, man. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? What's, what's the principle? I'm just like, I need like, take notes. I'm like, where's my pen and paper? Next time, next time. Yep. All right, we'll see you guys after the break. Suffer from patchiness or irritation and want a fuller beard? Rugged Evolution features 16 amazing balms, oils, shampoos, and accessories. For more information, go to ruggedevo.com. And remember, rugged is the new smooth. Well, all right, guys. It's you know it's hard when you're having fun. You kind of lose track of time. But um, you know, I hope you all enjoyed our season premiere episode of our smooth club. Uh, be sure to subscribe, hit the like button to Rugged Evil TV, hit all that stuff. Be sure to please follow Mr. Andre Marable at the Travel Pack Club, Mr. Dapper Luke, the Dapper Luke Collection, Mr. Jonathan Jones over here, okay, and myself, uh, Arrington Gavin, and uh, be sure to uh, follow uh, Rugged Evolution Beard Care as well. Uh, guys, I kind of want to, you know, end off what we're going to be doing after at the end of every episode. I want to do a cheers to something. You almost like a shout out. So I want to toast exactly. I want to toast this one right here to all the small business owners, okay, yeah, that right. have worked hard and for 2020, continue to work hard, build your brand, learn more, and just hey, never give up. All right. Be sure to tune in on the next episode of Our Smooth Club, the show where everyday men discuss everyday topics.